You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. What do you look for in a good church? What do you look for in a healthy church? What does a healthy church look like? Well, that's a question we got to ask ourselves these days. And today we're going to talk about this. We're going to get into some of the signs of a healthy church, not healthy church. Uh, recently, a friend of mine, Pastor, actually Bishop Alan Didio, put up a post, and that made me start to think because I started reading the comments on the post. And what he said was, what do you look for in a good church? So let's read some of the comments on that post. Well, uh, somebody said, the power and the presence of God. Yes, we want to see the power and the presence of God moving in a church. I think that's a good answer. Uh, somebody said, the Holy Spirit. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, you got to say that nowadays because sometimes the church is dead as a doornail. Uh, a friend of mine said, uh, true, but the word, true to the word of God, full of love and full of God, the love of God, a glow with the fire of God. Yes, yeah, so people are looking for fire of the Holy Spirit. They're looking for a church that'll stay true to the word of God. Sad, but true. In this hour, there are churches that won't preach parts of the Bible. It's almost remarkable to say that, but it's true. So, you know, people are looking for the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, you know, true to the word of God, full of love, the love of God, agape, a glow with the fire of God. Uh, somebody says the power of God being released, healing, deliverance, restoration, kingdom building, discipleship. Yeah. A lot of people have stepped away from discipleship, mentorship, accountability. The Great Commission is to go and make disciples of the nations, to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Somebody else says discipleship program outside of Sunday and Wednesday is a must for a New Testament church. Well, I would agree. You got to make disciples. A lot of churches have stopped making disciples. We've got to have a way where, where somehow, some way we make disciples. And some churches have this figured out much better than others. Uh, somebody said uh, preaching the gospel as it is not as we have it, not woke. Yeah, they don't want a woke gospel. Evidence of the members maturing in their walk with God, servant leadership, that's good. You know, uh, when I was uh, being launched into ministry, I was under a pastor named Jack Hayford, Pastor Jack Hayford, and I believe they had a healthy congregation. The people were maturing in the Lord. In fact, the people that have come out of that congregation, many have become pastors, evangelists, missionaries all around the world. Because he, 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 the culture at the church on the way in that time was a healthy, it was, it was, there was evidence of members maturing in their walk with God. Do you know a church like that? Have you been in a church like that? Where, where the evidence was people were maturing, they were growing. What about here at The Remnant? I hope our desire is that while you're with us, if I'm your pastor or if you listen to this broadcast regularly, I pray that in the time that we're together, that you grow. That's the main mission. I want to see you grow. I want to see you set up for success. So we're asking the question, what do you look for in a good church? I just love reading these comments. Somebody said, only teaching the word of God, zero extra biblical. You know, they, 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 they want to walk out the true gospel, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Paul was bold. We need to get back to the church discipline. Zero celebrity pastoral characteristics. I think people are fed up with celebrity pastors, aren't they? Sure seems like it, right? Uh, more Jesus, less theatrics, a church that doesn't dethrone God from his judgment seat. No true twisting. 
Boy, this woman had a lot to say. Zero compromising in leadership. And very importantly, accountability in leadership. It seems we're lacking a lot of that. And it's caused the body of Christ a lot of heartache and it hurts the sheep. I would agree. We're very accountable here at this ministry. We have elders and mentors and people that we allow to pour into our life and who we're accountable to. And by the way, you got to be teachable. So many people think they got it all figured out. That is the most dangerous place you can be in ministry is if you think that you figured it all out. You know, that's kind of like a, you know, you know how somebody's in like in their 20s and they think they know everything. They're, they're smarter than their parents. They got it all figured out, right? They go into college. They think, oh, I know more than you now. No, do you really? Do you have the, the life experience yet? Do you have, did you have the experience to really know what you're saying? Wisdom? Now, wisdom comes with age a lot of time, but it's, it's, a, it's a state of maturity. It's whether we're, we're willing to grow in the Lord. Uh, this woman said, it is where God has called you to be, sound biblical doctrine. So this seems to be a reoccurring theme. People want a sound biblical, doctrinally sound church. Spirit-filled, evident of fruit, yes, because you know them by their fruit. Giving, loving, serving, full of faith. I think that's good. Amen. Somebody says, solid word does not suppress the Holy Spirit, doesn't quench the Holy Spirit, does not super-spiritualize everything. Solid kids ministry, powerful worship team, church community being intentional about doing life together, not just church together. That's good. Somebody said, free move of the Holy Spirit, not performance, hyper-control. With sound biblical teaching. Here we go again. Sound biblical teaching. Prayer and supplication. You don't hear that very much, right? Prayer and supplication. Really looking for a church of acts move. Mm. People are yearning for a move of the spirit. They want a place where the spirit is able to freely move, but yet not sensationalizing it, right? Not, not becoming a, a, a character or an actor. They, they want an authentic move of God. No performance, hype or control with sound biblical teaching. That's good. Uh, teaching God's word, somebody said, in context. Oh, that's good. In context, yeah. Some people will take one scripture and they twist it to whatever it is that they're trying to say. They're not even looking at the contextual meaning. They're not even studying what it, what it says in the Greek and the Hebrew, what it actually meant. They make it into their own thing. Uh, somebody said, Bible believing, all of it, where love abounds, with correction taking place and embrace. They want, they want sin to be confronted. Another area that we've been lacking. I will never complain about a service who, who was or wasn't there. Music was or wasn't right. Message was or wasn't what I wanted to hear. When you can't attend church, you definitely miss coming together as a body of believers. It makes a difference. If we have Jesus and we are there, then he is there. So this person is saying they want fellowship in one accord, like in Acts chapter 2. They want us to be in one accord. Uh, somebody said biblical servants, not just self-revelations. Mm. So do you, do you see the reoccurring theme? There must be a problem. There must be a problem in the American church if everybody on here is saying biblical sermons. That means there's unbiblical sermons that are happening. A lot of it. That means a lot of people are sensationalizing things. I'm not talking about like John MacArthur's sensationalist. I'm talking about sensationalism. They're, 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 they're making it, uh, uh, you know, like a show. And that's why we have fog machines and, and all these things. It's like a show. They, people, people want a Bible-believing church that's teaching the word. It's very clear in this comment section. I mean, it's almost every person, Bible-believing, Bible-believing, biblical sermons. The next one, sticking to scripture, feeling the spirit, a humble community that treats each other like family and doesn't judge one another. Well, I mean, I think uh, bringing correction to sin, but doing it in a loving way. 
sticking to the scripture, feeling the spirit. This is this is what folks are saying. Uh, another one, a church that's known by uh, that's known by the world because of their love. Yeah, what doesn't the scripture say? We're known by our fruit. We're known by our love. I think this is really helpful. I mean, this is what we try to do at the remnant, and I believe that we're we're doing that. But it's you know you got to be humble, teachable. You got to let the Lord move, not quench the spirit, and you got to be in His presence. You got to have a daily prayer life. You got to be in His Word. But you know you got to be able to let the Lord bring correction to you and and humble yourself before the Lord. Have have a true repentant heart. You know, uh, somebody says Book of Acts kind of tribe. Yeah, like in Acts chapter two. One accord, allowing the spirit of God to move. Somebody said, a pastor that teaches the truth, not just tells jokes and tickle ears with a motivational talk. A welcoming pastor and congregation, outreach ministries to the community, the needy. Real praise and worship where they enter into the throne room. Well, this sounds like the remnant, doesn't it? I'm not just talking about the remnant here in Gall- Gallatin. I'm talking about the remnant church in general. It's, it's those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. Those that have a heart for the Lord. And, and you can tell them because their spirit, they're kind, they're loving. You know, right when you get with somebody, you know, and, and you meet them, you could tell that they're of like mind. You could tell they're filled with the Holy Spirit. The fruit is, is very evident. They have a heart for the Lord's. Their heart is the Lord's heart, right? Somebody said fruit, fruit of the Spirit, actively manifesting, and personal fruit of the leadership and members. He quoted Mark 16, 17. says, these signs shall follow them that believe in me. Yes, fruit. Now, somebody said Jesus, exactly. Uh, this woman actually left a 10-point list here. Let's read it. Solid biblical teaching. There we go again. Not a motivational speaker. A pastor who is accessible to his congregation, so like a true shepherd. Fellowship among the saints. A family atmosphere, a church that includes hymns in its praise and worship. Humility in the leadership. Uh, respect and reverence for the Holy Spirit. Altar calls for the saints to gather and pray for one another leaving room for the spirit to move in a strong prayer life. Wow. Wow, you got, you got a similar heart to me. Thank you for sharing that. that that's what we aspire at, at our church. We, a pastor who is accessible, fellowship among the saints, a family atmosphere, a church that includes hymns, humility in the leadership, respect and reverence for the Holy Spirit, altar calls, leaving room for the Holy Spirit to move in a strong prayer life. Solid biblical teaching. All of it's important. I agree with that. Boy, I'm getting some from these comments. I, I got to tell you, this, this is what people desire. Is this what you desire? This is what people desire. Why can't the American church get this? Why, why, doesn't, why don't they get it? Why are these people trying to be a mini mega church or whatever? They're, they're following all this other nonsense, this seeker friendlyism, this church growth strategy. How did we get so caught? I wept a few services ago at the altar because I had such a heaviness about this. And here it is, the Lord confirming it again. Confirming it again, preaching the word of God, teaching about the gospel of Jesus, reading the scriptures, praying earnesty. This person says no jokes or politics from the pulpit. Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily 100% agree with that. I, mean, I think you can be lighthearted and funny sometimes. And I also think, you know, we got to hit all areas of society, including the political mountain. But a lot of the political things like, like abortion and marriage, those are not political, actually. Those are spiritual. So, you know, if you look at it from that standpoint, yeah, I mean... I'm not here to like apologize for some candidate. I'm here to stand for the, the Bible. And, 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 you know, so no, it says no phase favoritism, no little clicks, uh, no, not dwelling on money constantly. So this is like a, I feel like I'm reading a survey here for the American church and people are sharing 
you know, they're hard on this. And uh, th- this is good. I might put something like this up on my site because I want to see what you have to say. Not trying to please people by tiptoeing around the truth of God's word. Uh, somebody said spirit led. Yes. Uh, somebody said, is the speaker biblically sound? Are people getting saved? Are people getting baptized? Does the Holy Spirit have permission to be active? Are people getting healed? Do people love each other? Those are great questions. Somebody says, uh, cool Jesus, big rock production of lots of smoke and lights, and the pastor has skinny jeans on while preaching positivity is, is not what they want. Yeah, not what they want. Cool Jesus, big rock production. Lots of smoke and lights. The pastor has to have skinny jeans on while preaching positively. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Uh, Somebody said, bold biblical leadership stands when it's hard and never compromises in the culture. Mm, Lions and generals, right? That's good. Somebody said, healthy leadership team, activated members, and a mission to make disciples. I love it. Somebody says, Bible, doctrine being taught, and Jesus-focused worship in a free atmosphere. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Somebody says, intercessors. Yeah, are we, are we raising up intercessors? Are we, are we making a big deal about intercessory prayer? We need to. We need to make a big deal about that. Uh, good worship, biblical teaching, okay? Uh, somebody said, a, a good church is one that not only learns from the word of God, but lives it out. One where every member cohesively works with their counterpart to encourage, inspire, and push forth the gospel message. A good church is one that operates in one accord, one spirit, one truth, and that's, of course, Jesus Christ, perfect and whole in him. I love it. Uh, Somebody says, uh, preaching on how to fight battles against the enemy. He doesn't fight fair. Yeah, you got to set people up for success. You got got to teach them how to war. We got to understand this. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You know, that we're, we're, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. How do we win that battle? Well, we win it by walking out the word of God, by using the tools that he's given us. Prayer, fasting. Somebody said, Jesus, a.k.a. the word, fruit of the Holy Spirit, love signs that follow believers as written in Mark. And then he says, Mark uh, 16, 17 through 18, which says, these signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons, so deliverance. They'll speak in new tongues. Uh Uh-huh, yes. World Economic Forum wants to stop that, don't they? Uh, They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. Like the Fauci-ouchie, right? They will lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Come on. Mark 16, 17 through 18. Somebody said, I look to see if Christ is present. His presence changes everything. By the way, we have passed her to church for thir- uh, we have passed through the church for thirty one years, and he is present, and it does not change everything. By the way, we have passed her. I think she's saying we we've, we've gone from church to church for thirty one years, and, and and she hasn't seen much change. So his presence changes everything. That's what she's saying. His presence changes everything. Um, somebody says in your in your face, unafraid, bold, truth. With, with teaching and guidance as it pertains to today and being the same as the hands and feet of Jesus. One that's inviting to anyone, causing more hunger for Jesus by action, not just words, but live with a yes in their spirit. Somebody said the truth and the word correctly preached and a loving community. So a lot of people are looking for love. A lot of people are looking for a community that will show them God's love. So this means that a lot of people haven't got that. So what I'm getting from a lot of these comments is there's not a lot of biblical teaching. There's not a lot of boldness. There's not a lot of love. There's not a lot of unity. 
How do we change this, friends? We've got to. We've got to get back to the main thing. We've got to get back to the word of God. That's why I'm reading this today because this to me was like a, was like a poll. It was like a survey. And I, I'm, I'm one that says don't take a public opinion poll. But I think this is very interesting as a pastor reading these comments because this shows a common theme. And I think we all need to take note of that common theme. What the common theme is, because this isn't a public opinion about our life, this is a public opinion about, about the church from saints from saints that are saying, hey, there's a problem. We're not making disciples. We become motivational. There's celebrity Christianity. People have gotten off course. We're not teaching and preaching the entirety of the word of God. We're not showing the fruit of God. We're not loving. We're not kind. I mean, we're not making an impact. And that's why this got me pumped up today. I said, we got to read this on the air because there, clearly there's a problem. This is what, you want to change America? You want to change the woke culture and the demonic stuff that's going on? We got to get back to our roots. We got to get back to the foundations. We got to restore the foundations. And this to me is, is, is eye-opening because there's so many people on here commenting and yet so many people are saying the same thing. The truth and the word correctly preached in a loving community. Somebody says uh, uh, replication and discipleship, making disciples again. Is a relationship with God encouraged or is it more important to be a popular? Mm. Do the leaders have discernment or do they pursue the appearance of success? Apparently, there's a lot of lack of discernment in the body of Christ and in leadership. Somebody says the gospel and a relationship with God, not a religious spirit. Yeah, there's a lot of religious spirit out there. Somebody says outreach, uh, good biblical worship, messages that challenge me and are not candy-coated. And like a tree that bears much fruit, the church should have fruit of the spirit and gifts of the spirit. Uh, faith without works is dead. It should be kingdom focused, always lifting up Jesus. Somebody said this. I think this is good. A healed and delivered pastor. Mm. A healed and delivering pastor. That means it's a teachable pastor, a humble pastor that's willing to submit to accountability. Uh, somebody says a good children's program. I think that's important, especially in today's hour. Uh, we know the devil's coming after children. Just how do you care for and treat those that can't, can't add much to your bottom line? Uh, they're the future leaders, and they don't get a junior version of the Holy Spirit when they come to Jesus. All of my children have had encounters, have had dreams, and have seen in the Spirit. Uh, who and what are you raising up? They need a long and safe place to grow and mature the experience of God. Uh, somebody says, signs and wonders flowing. Uh, because the Bible says he confirms his word with signs and wonders following. So if they're not signs and wonders following, it, it must mean that his word was not delivered. See, I think this is important. It, it's, it's not just preaching the word, but then there's the, uh, the expression of the word, allowing God to move. Here's the, here, here's now an example of what we just talked about. It's actually happening. Here it is. You know, it's, it's not on our own doing. It's God moving and us getting out of the way. We preach it, and then we allow the Spirit to move. There's altar calls. People are getting saved and, and healed and delivered at the altar. Uh, somebody says, the presence of God, the Word should, should be preached in truth and love, and there should be a demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Balance and order is necessary. Too much Word without the Holy Spirit becomes legalism. Too much spiritual activity without the Word becomes witchcraft. So that's interesting. Uh, somebody says, a biblically sound teacher that's full of help and encouragement. That means it's a pastor that's a shepherd. 
They're looking for shepherds. People are looking for somebody that's actually willing to shepherd. I'm not talking about the shepherding movement. I'm talking about a pastor that has a pastor's heart. Uh, somebody said the word of God, the Holy Spirit, not some lights, camera, action, performance, but a place to feel his presence, it to be less of me and more of him. I agree. Less of us and more of him. The spirit of God has to have freedom, a service that's longer than one and a half hours or less. So people want more, more, more service. Uh, people are hungry for revival. They want to see the Lord move, not just a, a quick little in and out service, you know, check the time card for the week and get back to football. No. Somebody said sound biblical teaching, no compromise with it, with integrity with pastors and elders. They want integrity, bring back integrity in the church and what the Bible says leaders should be like and a family like atmosphere that encourages and seeks to grow one another. Wow. Um, I'm going to keep reading here because I just, I feel like this is just, we need to hear this and we need to pray at the end of this broadcast. We need to pray that the Lord will restore the church in America and that we'll get away from all these vices and things that are not of him. Somebody says the local church should be a spiritual hospital with supernatural love and intentions to heal people and show them how to become ambassadors of the kingdom, becoming miracle minded, showing the world who Jesus is. We were made for signs and wonders. Yes, we were. Somebody said discipleship models upon every ministry. We got to make disciples again. I keep hearing this in these comments. Uh, Jesus' love and the Holy Spirit knocking me out when I walk in the door, never even having me to say anything outside of the service. So they're just saying to feel the presence of God right when you walk in. You know, the freedom of the Lord there. And that takes people praying, intercessors. We got to pray before the service. We got to pray into the service. You know, it's it's not this microwave version of Christianity. We got to pray. I mean, leading up to the service, we need to be in prayer. And this this is a culture within the leadership even, you know? and the church itself. Uh, biblical teaching, openness to the Holy Spirit, feeling of family, worship, freedom, signed and miracles followed by the preaching of the word. Somebody said glory, presence, friendly, welcoming. Uh, another person, the Holy Spirit in prayer. Somebody says biblical teaching. I want to stay true to the word of God End time teaching so we can be prepared. Fellowship with others that want the same. Teaching us how to answer the questions uh, others aren't, uh, followers might not be, you know, know about about God. So they want they they don't want to be in the in the drinking milk stage. They want to be in the in the meat stage, not level one Christianity. They want to go deep. The Bible says deep cries out to deep. They want to be deep. Somebody says the word rightly divided. Somebody said passion, fivefold ministry. So they want they want to see all the the fivefold ministry giftings flowing with integrity and biblical order in one place. So people don't want to see all this out of order stuff. Kingdom-minded, taking over the region and state, honoring all the gifts with, with, a, with, with a mind and a heart set up to equip for other ministry, not to try to get us to do it for them, but to allow us to do the will of God for us and not to misappropriate or misuse our gifts and callings by keeping them in the church when, they are supposed to, when they're not supposed to be. I look for a place where people are being saved and signs and wonders and miracles are a regular thing. I look for a place that uh, is a powerful place of prayer and worship. And worship is not a secondary or, or an accessory ministry, but uh, being led of the spirit in each service. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I agree with like 99% of these comments so far. I think people have spoken. And I think they want to see the, the, the blood-bought church, the ecclesia. I mean, listen, pastor, if you're listening to this right now, this isn't like some secret, okay? 
People are hungry and they want to see an authentic move of God, not, not a bunch of fakery. You know, these people that have, that have be, turned their services into prophesying every single service, they don't even bring out the Bible anymore. They're not equipping their, their people. And what happens when they said something very, very uh, specific and it doesn't happen? There's no accountability. They just, they just brush it under the rug and keep going. It's whatever their latest prophetic word is. Now, listen, I'm all for prophecy, but you, we got to have a healthy fear of the Lord. I mean, it's, it's apparent in these comments. I haven't heard anybody say, I want to come in and hear the pastor prophesy every time. Not one person has said that. What the people are saying is the truth. We want the Bible. We want the glory of God. We want the presence of God. We want the Holy Spirit, solid teaching, preaching, the fivefold, the Holy Spirit. I mean, over and over again, Holy Spirit, anointed preachers, the Holy Spirit. Clearly, the Holy Spirit isn't in the American churches. Otherwise, the people wouldn't be saying this. They want the Spirit of God to be back. What does it take for us to get there? What do we got to do? We got to humble ourselves and we got to consecrate ourselves and we got to allow the Spirit of God to move in the services again. We need the fire of God. This is getting me pumped up. I wish we had service right now. <laughs> All right, I got room for maybe one or two more of these comments and then we got to go. Uh, the whole and true word of God, the foundational stuff and the meat Meat broken down in Sunday school or Wednesday night. People want meat and the word of God in action. If it's not in action, their faith is dead. Also, keep an eye out for the dependence on the Holy Spirit. Does his obligation, his operation align with the word? Rhema and logos, both are important. Uh, so she's saying like, you know, the spirit of God and, and the word of God, both are important. Our five-fold uh, ministries equipping the saints. Uh, the evangelist needs the prophet. The pastor needs the teacher. The apostle needs the prophet. But all the fivefold ministries are needed to be in operation in coordination with the Holy Spirit to bring up healthy disciples. How are we treating one another? Are we respecting and honoring, not worshiping each other? Are they correcting in love and restoring? Or are they gossiping and not dealing with the problems? Is there joy in the midst of the people? Boy. All right, one more. Leaders that obey the Holy Spirit and aren't afraid to speak the truth. Friends, I, I got to tell you, it's not brain surgery here. Clearly, the people have spoken. They want the truth. They want the word of God. They want the spirit to be moving. We've got to return back to our first love. We've got to return back to our first. It is time for the American church to become healthy again. It's clear. This is the answer. You want to see America change? You want to see all these egregious things that are happening change and turn around? This is what we got to do. Are we willing to do it? We've got our marching orders. Come out from among them. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado. I'm so thankful that you tuned in to today's broadcast. You can find us at pastortodd.org. You can go to the app in the app store under Todd Coconado Ministries. Bless you. <laughs>